0: Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we talk about all genres of rock and alternatives. So sit back, relax, have a drink, and enjoy the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hi, welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Uh, Today we have a usual suspect on here. Say hi, Lee.
1: Uh Uh-oh, usual suspect. Uh Uh-oh. Hi, Lee. (laughs) Hey, Mark, how are you doing?
0: fine how are you doing
1: oh i'm unfortunately sober today so i'm a little bit clear-headed that means i'm not going to be my witty self just kidding but no <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all right i'm doing all right
0: <laughs> yeah today we're gonna do like a like a group that i don't think anybody talks about anymore but they were really big when they first came out in uh, the 1980s it's oh yeah uh, they also yep. won uh I guess they were voted by the readers' pool back then, the best new American group. Oh. Yeah. When well, the,
1: I, yep. I when, didn't know that, but I, I I, could imagine.
0: When the first album came out, uh, their first album was um, When Damn We Dance, Day by Day, All You Zombies. You know, I, I thought that was a real, I thought that was a brilliant pop album. And they, uh, really good. It's an album called Nervous Night. That was actually their second album because their first album came out was self produced was called Amore, it was on a, a, a independent record label and they got signed by CB Columbia after that for their, Oh yeah.
1: Yep. So I I I remember the the Hooters I mean, anyone from the M T V generation would know the Hooters. I mean anyone from there who have kids now probably don't know anything about the Hooters. They'll say, Daddy, why are you talking about that bar with all those big booby waitresses, <laughs> you know? And, and then he'll say, Shush, Mommy's home. I'm talking about a group um, from the 80s, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, um, I, I remember them, yeah, they're still re-
0: They're still releasing music, actually. They just released a double live album, too.
1: Oh, oh wow that's that's a trip you know people who are older than me who are still m- making music that that's that's pretty amazing
0: yeah they um they got their name if you guys want to know this they got their name from the instrument they play you blow into it and it has a little keyboard it's called hmm. a, it's called a malaka but they oh. said oh look there's those hooters. they're playing them hooters again <laughs> it's like oh. the of Hooter. so they got yeah. their name from that and I thought wow. that was pretty cool and uh this is uh their second uh studio album, uh called One Way Home from July. It was released in July nineteen eighty seven. And it's a departure from their first album. Their first album was kind of rock pop. This is more Ameri- oh, yeah. American, like folk folky. You know, it's from, oh yeah. And it and I still love it, man. I, I like the group the changes. They went away from like big big like glossy production and it kinda of went like uh like Bob Dylan ish or something but a little bit more rockier.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like um when when you suggested this album I thought to myself, well, not that I really disliked the Hooters, but I, I remember Rob Lyman was like he co wrote Time After Time, I think, um, with Cindy Lauper or some and, and they, they were kinda like they weren't in my favorite group thing and so I thought okay what what sort of crap is Mark, Um gonna <laughs> give me now even though even though you've had a good track record as far as the albums you pick so I was like well um, I'll take a chance and I have to say I definitely did not expect what I heard
0: yeah and uh, <laughs> they also both uh, Eric Hyman and rock Eric uh Rob Hyman and Eric Bazillion also wrote for uh Joan Osborne One of Us. They wrote that song.
1: Oh, wow. I yeah, didn't even they're, they're I pretty, didn't realize that. That's cool.
0: And they did sing I had the video for Nervous Night. They do their own version of Time After Time live.
1: Oh. That's it's pretty interesting. It's pretty good. Wow. I, I I would hope that it's well, I don't dislike Cindy Lauper's version, but I would hope that theirs would be a little bit better
0: yeah, well, this album did go gold and it and it was number twenty seven on the rock chart, so it didn't do too bad. It wasn't as good as the, didn't do as good as the first album, and then they just oh. kind of disappeared after this album. But I do like yeah. the other Zigzag was a good album after this album and Out of Body, and they did Time Stand Still, and then they got the Hooters Live. So this is oh pretty, wow pretty and they have a Greatest Hits album. I like the title Hooterization a rec- a retrospective.
1: <laughs> wow. It makes me think that if, 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 um, jokingly put, if all of their hits are just from their Nervous Night album, then Hooterization would just be the Nervous yeah. Night album with a different name, well, and jo- a lot of people wouldn't even know it.
0: <laughs> well, Johnny B was number three on the U.S. mainstream rock tracks and sixty-one oh, okay. on the Hot 100. And Satellite was thirteen on U.S. mainstream rock tracks and sixty-one on the US, uh, another sixty-one on the U.S. US Billboard Hot 100.
1: Oh, okay. So, I probably was asleep then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and they also did a, a version of "A Hundred Miles" on Zigzag. I think that was a Peter Paul and Mary song.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so. That would be interesting. I might check that out.
0: Yeah, Rolling Stone gave it four and a half stars, and uh, All Music gave it three.
1: Oh well. This album in right this, here. in this case, I would probably believe the Rolling Stone would be <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah.
0: So this was their actually their third studio album. We're doing the Hooters One Way Home, in case you guys haven't got that yet. Their third studio album, because their first album, More, was released uh, by a major record label, so it's probably hard to find. And uh, yeah, this is uh this is an album by a group that's from Philadelphia. Really a good band. I enjoy them so much. I don't think they get nobody talks about them enough, so that's why I wanted to talk about them because I never get tired of listening to them. So we'll start, oh, off definitely. With, we'll start off with the first track that kind of reminds me of Disney's Electrical Parade in the beginning, but it gets
1: better <laughs> after that. So what do you yeah. think of
0: Satellite?
1: Well, I will say that when I heard it first that this song just seemed a little bit too Celtic in parts. But, But when I was hearing it again, I really do like the driving heavy drum beat. And this might sound... A lot of people might hate me for saying this, but... I prefer this song to Creatures of the Night by Kiss, the drumming and everything. It it it's it's actually a more interesting song.
0: <laughs> Dang. People <laughs> are gonna have your head for that comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, off with his head. How <laughs> dare you talk or, or, about or, kiss like that?
1: <laughs> or or off with, something. <laughs> off with something. No no don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, this song this song
0: is cool. It's kind of a knock on the shady preachers of the '80s, you know. He says, and if you still don't see the light, God's gonna buy you a satellite. I love the oh. cheek they're going off with. The... Oh, if you yeah. watch the video, it, it, it's funny as hell. They're, they're showing shady preachers fire and stuff. And,
1: oh, okay. You know, remember <laughs> like
0: the uh, what is it, Tammy Faye Baker crap back then? <laughs> oh, yeah, Tammy Faye Baker. So I think oh, this yeah. song is cool because he says, hey, you guys get, I'm going to buy you a satellite to get the word out. You know, hush <laughs> little baby. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I know a lot of dumb people who would probably go out and buy a satellite saying, I hope they package God in this because I'll be loading money that way. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's a really good, good uh, opening track. It's kind of weird. It does sound like the... It gets a little Celtic in there, but it gets a little like Disney Electrical Parade at the beginning, but then it it settles down and gets going really good. I like the song. Oh, yeah. And then we get into the track number two, Carla with a K. What do you think of this song?
1: Oh, well, I think that it's an interesting song. To me, it's like an updated version of an old Appalachian tune by the Carter family. Like, if you know Johnny Cash, his wife was June Carter Cash, and her folks were a part of the old Carter family stuff and it kind of reminds me of that. I will say during the last three fourths of the song it started a just a little bit for me you know but but overall though I, I, I thought it was a very interesting idea and it made me pay attention.
0: Yeah it's got like that marching drum sound on it sounds like you're in a civil war battle or something. <laughs>
1: oh yeah definitely yeah I like
0: this song it says Carla we can make it if we try you know no matter where you go you belong to me like the mountain to the sky they write really good lyrics you could see why these guys wrote lyrics for other bands and other artists
1: oh yeah yeah in fact I'm probably gonna be checking out some of their other stuff too
0: yeah because um, I'm intrigued
1: with the idea of that they didn't make it so what are their hidden gems I'm gonna be looking for them
0: yeah this is a really good song. I, I like it a lot. I like. Oh the, yeah. I just like the. It, it just sounds like American. You know, it's not. Oh country. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's not yeah. country. It's rock, but it has a It's like Americana, man. It's like you just want to say, "Hey, hail America!" You know. I love this. Yeah. Song, yeah. Man.
1: Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and then we
0: get on to the uh, Johnny B. What do you think of this mm-hmm. one?
1: Oh yeah. Now this is one of my favorites. This is like an old English ballad. But as updated by Bruce Springsteen, it's it's an interesting idea and a little bit unique for its time. Not many groups were doing stuff like this back then, yeah. and it definitely holds up now. In fact, I think this album works better during this day and age than when it first came out, because yeah. because it's, it's it because back then people were so into some of the other stuff that was out there that it didn't shine as well. But nowadays I think that it it's, I think it's ahead of its time really.
0: Yeah. You, you expect them to be like the first album is a huge hit with day by day. But if you listen to the first album, uh, the song, um, all you zombies, man, it's talking about wake up people, you know?
1: Oh yeah. They have <laughs>
0: messages in their songs, even though it's pop, they put a little message here and there yeah. and there and there.
1: You know, like wake really, up people, yeah, we need all a you hit, zomb- so is, listen to our song, yeah,' because in
0: the beginning of the song is all you zombies hide your faces, all you people in the street, all you sitting in high places, the rain's gonna fall on you, you know, oh, it's yeah,, really cool. and then at the end of the song I go, all you zombies, show your faces, you
1: know, oh yeah, definitely
0: it's a they're a great songwriting team, man, I really love these two guys, man, oh I, yeah, I can't wait to if they made they made a new album about four years ago, I hope they make another one because I really enjoy their music. And this yeah. song had a good video to it, too, Black and White, really good.
1: Oh, yeah, I, 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 it's like at when I heard the song again, because I was listening to some of the other stuff after I heard this album, I didn't know if I remembered it, but once I heard the song, um, oh, yeah, definitely, I remember this from back then.
0: Yeah. And the solo in there is really good, too.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. it is a very interesting tune, and it's very catchy.
0: Yeah, and these guys play like uh, what Eric Brazilian lead vocals, guitars, mandolin, harmonica, saxophone. Rob Hyman plays le- his vocals, keyboards, accordion, metalaka, which is the hooter. And then you got wow. Andy King on bass, vocals, John Lilly guitar, and David U drums. I he's probably Swedish
1: or something. yeah, like like. Eric, the Swedish guy. Yeah, it's really cool, man. But yeah, multi-instrumentalists are, are really cool.
0: Yeah, the two lead singers are they're really awesome, man. And then we oh, get yeah. into Graveyard Waltz, which takes a turn on this album. What do you think of this?
1: Yeah, well, this sounds sort of, to me, like Eric Burden and the Animals, combined with Graham Parker and the Rumor, doing an old-time Americana ballad. I really dig this song, too. I was like, Damn, Mark's giving me a pretty good album here. You know, I I was hearing a lot of surprising stuff.
0: Yeah, I just got this on vinyl too, so I was like, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do it. I go man this album's so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. I like this song, oh, it's yeah. kinda like bluesy, like you just said, Eric Burden type. And it's yeah. just I guess as we we danced so close, we were teenage ghosts doing the world, the graveyard waltz.
1: So wow! It's
0: pretty talking about two dead people, I guess. Two dead lovers. Yeah,
1: it sounds almost like two old people who were, like thinking of when they were in their young teens, like like two people in their hundreds, <laughs> like like thinking they're now close to the graveyard and hey remember back in 1820 when we were yeah. kids you know <laughs>
0: yeah. and these guys do the mandolin so good on this <laughs> this record man i love oh them. yeah they did it on our first they do it on all their albums they use the mandolin the mandolin oh a yeah of. a lot of rock doesn't know how to use the mandolin but they use it really well
1: <laughs> oh yeah in fact i i found that even though the album nervous night had pop in it i also when i was comparing it to this one i found i found there were parts to that album that that kind of were comparable like like even though it was pop you could yeah. still hear the americana in that album too yeah. i thought
0: blood from a stone i love that song on there
1: oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's freaking great that was
0: really cool great song and then we yep. get into uh fighting on the same side
1: what do you think of this song now to me this is like zydeco goes disco it's a strange idea that works perfectly i don't think i've ever heard anything quite like it before it's really cool but but to me it's like put andy gibb and clifton chenier in a room together and see what they come up with and 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 and, but 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 people be like wow you guys really did well yeah that meant and chutney milkshake really does taste like peanut butter. Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah, I like the song when he goes, "Leave these troubles behind, break down the battle lines, open up your eyes, girl. We're fighting on the same side." They kind of do a little civil war thing, blue and gray. Oh green, yeah, and it's pretty cool, <laughs> man. I like it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I Definitely. like how I never heard somebody sing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it sounds really good. It just laid oh, off the yeah. days of the week, you know. Yeah, it's not like uh, what uh, Happy Days where it goes one two. What what was Happy Days?
1: These like days one are two up. three o'clock, yeah. four o'clock rock yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but they do it really good. They sing the whole week, and it and it's in rhythm. Oh.
1: <laughs> wow. It- Gives me ideas for writing a song. All I have to do is get a vitamin bottle and read off all the <laughs> vitamins on it and do it in rhythm. Yeah, <laughs> Save it's... me time for having to think of something interesting.
0: I really like the ba- <laughs> the bass sound of the song. It's like really bumpy, like he said, a little disco-ish. like It's like, boom, 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 boom. It's
1: like really yeah. Funny. I was I was surprised. I, I I almost not that I would, but I felt like putting on my disco pants and doing the shimmy, but but no um it it was it was like a very good blend of dance style beat with a total um roots style music that that was masterfully done in a way that I don't think any other band was able to do
0: I know that this is why I enjoy this band a lot they're not they don't get boring
1: <laughs> oh yeah they could yeah. mix
0: different musical styles and make it sound like their own.
1: Oh, yeah. In fact I'm I'm really quite impressed with them now.
0: Yeah. And then we get onto the title track, One Way Home. What do you think of this one?
1: Well, this is like Elvis Costello and Garland Jeffries. It's another one of my favorites. To me it seems a little less old Americana or English ballad. It's a little more modern, but it totally fits on here.
0: Yeah. And it's got a little reggae going here too, a little Marley. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: A little reggae.
1: Oh um, yeah, it, it it reminded me of watching the detectives by Elvis Costello, yeah, so that's it, why I mentioned him instead of Marley. It sound uh, it it's
0: it's just it sounds like it starts off like all hard a little bit, da and then all of a sudden it just goes dun into that reggae oh, beat yeah. and then in the break it comes back into that guitar again it's like they're going back and forth from hard rock to
1: reggae <laughs> oh yeah but that's what makes it really cool
0: yeah and the voices are really awesome too man I like when they both sing together You know. oh
1: yeah and
0: then we get yeah in, I, I liked it then we get into Washington's Day which I was reading on Wikipedia this is uh, Bob Dylan's favorite song by them
1: <laughs> um uh oh because I was just going to say this is a little less interesting to me. It it sounded kind of like Jackson Brown. I mean, I can understand why they did it. It's just that I like some of the other songs a little better.
0: Yeah, this this isn't one of my favorites on here, but I was just reading it. I don't know if this is true. It said, The music mm-hmm. for Washington's, Washington's Day was written by Eric Bazilian and Rob Hyman when they were on tour, while producer Rick Chartoff, a longtime friend from Arresta Records, Willie Nile wrote the lyrics this song is said to be Bob Dylan's favorite Hooters song
1: (laughs) huh well that well you never know whether or not that behind the scenes it also means that he only heard two songs and this (laughs) is probably the favorite of those two yeah but but hopefully he he heard more
0: (laughs) I like it I just don't know what Washington's Day is is there a Washington's Day or is just
1: um there well there was like a President's Day I think Washington's Day might have been originally what now is considered President's Day just like Memorial Day used to or or used to be like like Arbor Day you know it's like the names have changed I'll have to look it up because I think that Washington's day was Washington's birthday
0: Oh, okay I was just wondering, because he said we'll meet on Washington's Day, and I go, is there a Washington's Day? Yeah. I know there's a Washington's birthday, but I don't know if they called Washington's birthday Washington's
1: Day. So, yeah, I. I wonder... it, it might also be like a weird thing, like Washington Day, like yesterday was California Day, today's Washington Day, yeah. like as if they're going to different states on different days. So I have no idea. I think that maybe they just used it because they wanted... A patriotic sounding song, so they thought Washington sounded patriotic
0: yeah, I like the I, I like the guitar on the song too, and it's a it's a good song, it's not my favorite, and then we get into hard rock summer. What do you think of this one?
1: Oh, this is my other favorite song on here. It sounds like they're like they're telling Bruce Springsteen what he needs to do to up his game. <laughs> this song kicks butt.
0: Yeah, it does, man. I like the, the the solo in here. It just goes. Oh yeah, these guys kick ass, man. I, I like this song. It's a good rocker towards the end of the album. Really cool. Yeah. I like it. And then we get into the last song on the album, Engine Nine Nine Nine. If you turn it over for the for the double worshippers out there, you could call it Engine Six Six Six.
1: Oh, or <joking. laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> put it, put it on his side. Um, and the mathematic people would say QQQ Q, Q, or Pi Pi Pi. Yeah. But anyway, um, I really like the rocking energy to this song, but I don't care for the chord changes. It's a little too hard on its sleeve, but I do like how they play it. It has a little bit of an old 60s pop song style to it, like, something the Shangri-Las could have done but not this heavy.
0: Yeah, it's I like the song. I think it's a good rocket in into the album. I I like it. I like the chorus where they go engine nine nine nine. Yeah. I like this song. I like the organ in there too.
1: Comes in really Oh okay. Yeah, it, it just it just a little bit like like to me it, it was a little bit uh less, but but no, I, I do like I, I do like the energy of it.
0: Yeah, it's got great injury. I I like it. And then we get, let's see, I'll just give you a little history about them in Europe. It says, in late oh, okay. 1987, the Hooters experienced their first major commercial success in Europe. After heavy play in the United Kingdom, Satellite became a hit single reaching number 22 with the band performing on the popular British show Top of the Pops on December 3rd. Where they would meet one of their musical idols, Paul McCartney, and the huh. pi- and the picture for the album cover was taken on a farm on Long Island, New York.
1: Wow, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could
0: tell they have some Beatles in them, some Beatles, some Dylan. They got a lot of influences on them.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. In fact, um, when when I was first listening um, to to the album, I I forget what song it was, but a little bit of it also reminded me a little bit of the doors and maybe a little bit of like um i don't know like chuck berry or some but i but i kind of forget what songs but i mean i i used to listen to a lot of different stuff and then a lot of times i liked groups that combined different elements of stuff because it reminded me of this and that and this album it, it reminded me of stuff but it didn't remind me in a way like oh they took like a like a a piece of this song or they took a piece of that song they it was original it's like like they were doing their own take on it which which i thought was what was impressive because other groups they might um like they might say well let's try to sound like this group so let's take a little bit of a song that they did and do it these guys didn't do that they 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 took maybe a little bit of the sound but they but like they recooked it and they added their own spices
0: yeah kind of like led zeppelin
1: <laughs> um uh, 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 yeah except except yeah except led zeppelin out and out took the plate from the other guy's table and yeah. said here you go buddy and served it as their own yeah but
0: uh, i was just reading is in the song one way home toward the middle of the song a guitar riff from the Beatles, Tax Man can be heard.
1: Oh, I didn't actually um I mean I I read that too when I looked for it. Was that the song One Way Home? Yeah. Yeah, um I didn't recognize it. I mean I'll I'll definitely later I'll listen again, but it didn't it didn't really come out at me, so um if they put it in there they I think they 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 did it in their own unique way, but yeah, I'll have s- to check it out.
0: They snuck it in there
1: somehow. <laughs> yeah, without without my looking.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what are your favorite three songs off this album?
1: Okay, my favorite three songs would have to be Johnny B. and um, One Way Home and Hard Rockin' Summer.
0: Got it. So Lee, anything you're
1: working on? Oh, I um, well, I have just recently did some um, songs on my YouTube channel. If it's you go to um, like YouTube.com/slash and then just L-E-E-G-E-R-S-T-M-A-N-N Lee Gerstmann, or however you do it, because I usually just go there. I don't I don't go um, through web address, but. But if you go there, um, I just did some jazz songs for an for an album that will supposedly be called like the I think it's wait a minute um, I I forget the name but it's like oh remembering the game of name forgetting and 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 it was just because it's jazz and so it that sounded kind of interesting and jazzy and but I'm also um, working on. Well, I wrote a novel. I I put my stuff on WordPress. If you go to Lee Gerstmann or if you search on, because I'm too lazy to look up the web address, but it's so like if you just type in my name in a search engine, Lee, and then Gerstman, G E R S T M A N N, and then you just after that type in WordPress, it will give you my WordPress link, and I'm um i wrote a novel um one of my newer novels um, none of which have really been published but i sometimes put them up on wordpress and i'm working on typing up my new novel now i finally decided to name it a visit and and to me it's a perfect name and it took me about a few weeks to finally settle on that name so you know but yeah I'm doing that now too and so if people check out my WordPress stuff you'll you'll see um, I have a bunch of different writings there some of it is just stuff that is (laughs) you won't even know what it is because it's just like I was typing a few words and I accidentally published it so you like you'll just see a few pieces of noodling but you'll also see whole stories and and you know if you're ever bored and want to just do something other than hear music, you can check out some of my stuff.
0: <laughs> Any album
1: recommendations? Oh, oh, let's see. Um, I'll, I'll say, because I talked about uh, Graham Parker and I talked about Eric Burden, I'll say the album by Eric Burden and the Animals called The Twain Shall Meet that that one had a song sky pilot that's not my favorite song on there but that's the one everybody knows but but it's but it's a really good album and I think that was during the time that either right before or right during when Andy Summers from the police that was he was working with Eric Burden and the animals then so he might Or might not have been on that album but he was like if he wasn't that was just barely right before he was in the group this was during the time when he was in the group and the other album I would recommend would be by Graham Parker and the rumor called Howlin Wind and that to me is a very very good rocking kind of it's he's I, I think he's, I'm not sure whether he's English or not, but, but he sounds kind of like maybe a little bit of if Bruce Springsteen and Bob Dylan and the Stones got together to make an album and they had Van Morrison be their producer. It's mm-hmm. a really cool, um, interesting album, and I definitely um, would recommend it especially if you like the Hooters, I think that you might also like this album.
0: And um, I'm going to put your, uh, I'll find your web pages and put them in the show notes so people can link to them so you can oh, link them in the links. And also, okay. also um, I'm going to recommend a comedy album by Adam Sandler from 1993. No, 19, not 1993, 1996. It's called oh. What the Hell Happened to Me. It has, oh. it has Joining the Cult. They're like skits on album, and he does sing, too. It has the Hanukkah song on there, too. Oh, okay. And it also has Respect, Ode to My Car, An Excited Southerner, It's Pulled Over. The Hypnotist oh. is my favorite. That's with Kevin Nealon playing like a farting hypnotist, and he's not admitting he's farting. And Adam oh. Sandler's going, hey, can you open a window? I don't know. That's the secretary. <laughs> oh. It's oh. hilarious. I don't know if you know who Kevin Nealon is. He was on Saturday Night Live also.
1: I don't, but I'll 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 look at him and see and what what's going on. Plus,
0: it has a song Steve Polycornopus. He goes, "My name is Steve, motherfucker Polycornopus." Oh. He's like a, he says a, he's like a bad guy, and then uh, oh. uh, also uh, Mr. Bako, He goes, "He says I'm wasted, the best shit I ever tasted." And he has a uh-huh. he has a part where he blows smoke into like a uh, what is it? A, what's those birds that talk back to you?
1: Uh, like a, a, a parrot? A
0: parrot. split talks smoke into a parrot, and then the parrot starts saying, <laughs>
2: I'm wasted! I ever tasted? Because I'm stoned!
0: <laughs> In a parrot voice. Oh, that
1: sounds funny.
0: It's hilarious, man. This is a great comedy album. You guys want to check it out, man. Okay. I just, I just want to thank you, Lee, for being on the show again. I appreciate it.
1: Okay, well, thank you, and thank you again for recommending this album, because I probably would never have paid attention, and, and now and now they're a group that I'm going to pay attention to.
0: Cool, man. This group needs some attention, man. They're very ahead of, like you said, ahead of their time. They started oh, out as definitely. a pop band it turned into an Americ- Americana band, you know, that, that that Springsteen just trampled over them, but they're there, man. They're good.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Shame on Springsteen. And uh, Mellingham. <laughs> 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 yeah. But, all right, well, hey, thank you so much, man.
0: All right, thank you, man. Have a great day.
1: Okay, you too. All take right, care. Right, bye. Bye.
0: Did you take a shot?
2: Sweet. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. Thank you.
0: Those are some kick ass songs. Now I have some promos from some friends of mine. Take it away, guys. Hey, 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 DJ Big Bushy here. And if you like the beer cold, the women hot, and the music loud, then get your ass to the biggest party on that metalstation.com. The Big Bushy Power Hour. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Big Bushy Power Hour. It's the biggest party with the biggest beer. I would like to promo some podcasts that I'd like to listen to the Cassius Morris show metal raps one-on-one with Mitch LePond, cheap talk with cheap trick chat podcast with the podfather Ken Mills and last but not least the decibel geek podcast with Chris and Aaron and also I have some great Facebook groups that sell vinyl needle in the groove vinyl seconds and wicked sweet vinyl are great and always have amazing records take it easy guys and go check those groups out Hey man, thank you guys for supporting the Freeform Rock Podcast. I just wanted you guys to do me a little favor. On the right hand, on the left hand side of my Podbean page, there's a link. It says Amazon link. Click that and if you guys want to buy anything off Amazon, you don't cost you any more money to buy. It just gives me a little kickback so I can upgrade this podcast for you guys because I do do it for free and it helped me a lot so I could upgrade and get mixers and stuff like that. And also, I just want to thank you guys for getting me over 2,000 downloads. I really appreciate that. I know it's still a small, budding podcast, but thank you guys and tell your friends about it. And also, join the Facebook page on Freeform Rock Podcast. I let everybody and anybody in who who will contribute. And also, on the pinned post, it's my Amazon link also, guys. You guys have a great day and God bless.